Well, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 33 of the Gundam Explained Podcast live. Um, yeah, I think we're all good to go. We've got uh, our friends in the chat. Sasai Gundam, Santo Bell went to say hi. He's off to work. we got Robert, Zionic Shadow. So awesome uh, to see everyone uh, that's joined us. So, yeah, very cool to get started. Um, yeah, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, this is a video format, so if you're watching, you're seeing this beard that I'm attempting to grow. It's pretty cool. This is probably the thickest it can get. I don't know how long I'm really going to keep that going. Uh, but also, the audio version is available, I think, everywhere. If there's any place else it should be, just let me know. Or if there's any other way you want to be able to access this so you can listen or watch wherever, however, just let me know. I just want this available wherever, so that'd be cool to do. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, a bunch of stuff to talk about today. You know, sometimes there's not a lot of news, but that doesn't matter because there's still Gundam stuff to talk about. So I've just finished MS Igloo, my little series on reviewing that. I say review, but sometimes I'm not necessarily reviewing. Yes, I'm critiquing how I feel about it, but a lot of times I just want to talk about it. Because sometimes even if a Gundam show is not that great, um, I still like it. Um, I got to say Gundam, I guess, uh, hits more than misses when it comes to their... Uh, UC shows compared to like Star Wars, but uh, yeah, that's another thing. Um, oh, uh, Robert says, I thought this was the 34th episode. Um, if that's the case, my math must be off, but um, you know, uh, th that is kind of the uh, oh, nice Godzilla shirt I see uh, from Ziana. Yeah, you know what? I saw this at uh, Ross, it was just at Ross, you know, and it was like eight bucks. I was like, I can't not get it. Um, yeah, so I had to grab it. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I will have the lines open. If you want to join the Discord, there's a call-in waiting room. If you want to jump in there, as we go in the show, if someone's in there, I'll pull you in. Depends what topic I'm at and, um, you know, if I want to fill the time. But uh, bring something interesting to talk about. Um, I'll try to bring up some cool subjects that we can talk about. Um, I'd love to get other people's take on certain things. So topics today, yeah, again, we're going to talk about, oh wait, that's MS team. Like I was just bringing up because that's going to be the next series I review. And I really like it because of the mobile suits that are shown in it. But I really want to dive into the character story. Cause I really do think this series really dives into the characters and I didn't like it too much at first, but some aspects of it I do like and some I don't. I want to be able to get everyone's opinion on that. Um, even if you want to bring up certain things that I should be watching out for or speaking on as I go through the series. Um, next week uh, will be the first episode. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about um, a little bit of the, the stuff uh, today. So um, let's see. Other stuff that we're going to talk about is uh, I was on a live an Instagram live recently that went really well. I'm going to bring that up. I'm will be, I'll be on one Saturday. Um, some new news with Gundam ba Battle Operation 2. Um, a new uh, comic or story. I haven't really jump, jumped into the details yet, so maybe people in chat can help out for a new UC story that takes place during the one-year war. Um, that's going to be coming out soon. Um, let's see. I saw some cool case that's Gundam styled for, or themed for the Switch. I'm going to show that off. Um, and then, and then we're going to dive into more of the mobile suits that are found in O8MS team. Um, kind of like how I would do the mobile suit of the week. Um, 
Yeah, and then we'll get into comments. But really, as we go, feel free to call in. Um, you know, I felt the sneeze coming on. Hopefully, uh, I can stop it. No sneeze, please. Okay, I think uh, I stopped it. Um, all right, so to get started, um, let's change the screen. If you guys were waiting in the uh, the waiting room, you probably saw that I uh, was fiddling with, like, there's so many things I have to set up when I get started. <laughs> And sometimes I um, will forget something, and I forgot the browser. So, yeah, I've got that set up really just to show I'm at 899 subscribers. That's awesome. Um, I'm so thankful for everyone, and everyone is so cool um, in this community. Uh, it's just it's something cool I wake up in the morning I can think about, and I'm just like, man, what a bunch of awesome people. But, you know, this past week, I did my live for Battle Operation 2. I did that actually kind of late at night. Um, it really depends what time of the day I can get to it. Um, let's see the video uh, for Blue Destiny. Yeah, so I did um, Cross Dimension 0079. Then I moved on to Blue Destiny. I'm going to kind of continue that here, or I'm going to talk about the side stories, and it and I'm going to be doing them in order that they happen in a way. Sometimes they span some months, sometimes they don't. And then I did the video on the RTX 440, which was the Federation tank, and then I did versus the Xeon Dabude, hopefully I'm saying that right, which is their giant land battleship, which is an awesome concept. Federation has one too, um, and you know, I forget if that's something that's an 08 MS team, but I will figure it out when, when we jump back in, because I like the idea of adding that as an addition into the battles. You know, I love the space and having space cruisers, cruisers but land battles with those big battleships. Very awesome. Oh, man, yeah, I really feel like a sneeze is going to come on, and then it just goes away, but then my nose is all tingly, so apologies for that. Um, yeah, you know what? In You know, a lot of times I like to talk about Gundam-related things I got during the week or games I played, but you know what? Elden Ring came out, and I have been obsessed with that. I think I've put 43 hours in already. I'm at level 63, something like that. 40-something hours, level 63, I think. Um, I'm a hero build. I'm... I didn't really know what to expect. My idea was go melee. That's what I usually do in a Souls game. And then just kind of mess around with some uh, magic. Because uh, I don't really dive into magic when I play these Souls games. But I wanted to kind of leverage some early on. And I and I have so far. And it's actually been pretty awesome. So, yeah. I've been, I was playing that uh, G Generation Genesis. And I um, had that on hold because of Elden Ring. So... Yeah, I suggest everyone, anyone that wants to play it to play it. I got it on PC, and yes, I was having some, uh, I wouldn't say performance issues. It kind of is. It's more of how the game apparently has something to do with DirectX, the anti-cheat system, the online mode. I turn it offline, I make it block the anti-cheat, and it's a lot smoother. Um, so the game runs really good. It's not particularly amazing graphics-wise, but it still looks good. And I know that's not Gundam-related, but... I'm a huge gamer, and I love Gundam games, and so, yeah, I like uh, video games. All right, we've got uh, Adriana Jennings set. Not sure what that is. Maybe someone can uh, decode that for me. And then Gump Lagoon. Yo, yo, nice to see you, man. Good to see you in here. Um, yeah, always awesome to see you guys. Okay, so, yeah, speaking of the community and how cool everyone is, um, the Sanctum. So... Uh, when was it? Monday night? He had a, a live. Let's see if that's even on here. Yeah, I think one of these, um, there was a live that I was on. Those guys were so 
cool to hang out with. Um, yeah, check him out on Instagram. Also, he's got a Twitter. I mean, not only does he have just cool photos in general, like where he takes, uh, you know, his model kits and then does some awesome Photoshop stuff to it, but um, he has such a fun live that he does on Instagram. Like, those guys are so cool, and I get nerd out. Like, it's like I'm talking to other people live, like, really getting into uh, Gumpel, uh, or Gundam lore in general, and uh, I love doing that. Um, but, you know, so that opened up some, another door. So there's this Renovin, um that uh, really cool work that's done here. Um, very interesting stuff. And he has his own thing called Gundam Talks or Gumpla Talks Gun, uh, or Gumpla Group Talks. So he's more, I guess it's more centered around Gumpla than it is Gundam, but hey, Gumpla is Gundam. And I will be on that um, Saturday... 2 p.m. Central Time. Reason that Central Time is just that's where I live. I'm used to that. So I'll be on that. If you guys want to, yeah, jump in. Uh, I guess that's his username right there. In in fact, you know what? I can let me do two things actually. Let me put that in the chat, and then um, let me grab the Sand Kingdom and put that in here as well, just so you guys have quick access to like get on their their links and get in so um oh, just be a cool chance to talk some more uh gundam yeah all right so moving on uh so with um uh, yeah battle operation 2 i haven't had a chance to jump in yet and i actually need to do this but they've got eh, not super exciting enhanced double zeta gundam and this is a raid as opposed to the general that exists right now. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's a 650 that I have of the standard. And I love it. They even updated it where it can transform, you can fly it around. And to me, that before I got my Rigazi, this was my go-to. Interesting that they made it a raid because I've getting, been getting a little better at the raids. Um, so um, I, I'm... I'd be interested to see if I get it. The thing is, I also heard that like the spring um, bonus stuff is starting up, so I'm probably going to save my coins for that. I'm really hoping for the Hazel. There's two now, and that's what I want to get. So, um, Yeah, raid type 700. I mean, this thing seems insane. Um, random pilot item as a bonus. AUG. AUG stuff's always awesome. You know, speaking of that, I don't know if you know the past couple or three days, few days, I think it's been, uh, the Gundam.info YouTube official YouTube channel has been showing um, uh, the Zeta movie trilogy. And what's cool is I'm usually up um, like in the morning to work, get the kids to school and I start work, you know, my job as a cyber security analyst. And it's nice because a lot of times it will be on live. Every once in a while, I'll jump in and say good morning, but it's cool just to see everyone having a discussion, and you see a lot of Japanese characters, so people from different regions, obviously Japan, English, people talking back and forth, and I just kind of love that. It's like a moment in time on Earth where all Gundam fans can kind of meet and just talk, so I love that they do that live stuff, and I've always thought about that. Like, I take all my Blu-rays that I get from Gundam, rip them, put them on my server so I can just watch them wherever I want, my phone, um, on my TV, I can stream it. And I've always thought, you know what, they need to just have a Gundam streaming service. People would easily pay, and it wouldn't have to be that expensive too because you would think of the type of content, they already own the content, it's not like they have to license it. 
five a month, eight a month, where you can not only watch any Gundam show, but then they should have where it airs live around the world at the same time. I love that idea. It just is an excuse for people to just kind of come together and talk Gundam. Um, let's see. Um, oh, Xeonic Shatter. Yeah, he messaged me, Renovin. Oh, the Renovin guy. Oh, that's cool. So, um, yeah, you're just going to have to give me some more info on that. Let's see. It's literally going to melt support. So that's that, uh, yeah, that double Zeta there. So, yeah, that will be cool to check out. Um, let's see, Robert, when would you like to talk about Gundam fan fictions with the guys and I? Yeah, I want to dive into that. That that will be a time I have to really get my notes together. It was funny on the podcast I was on or the live I was on. Um, I was being made fun of for my note taking because when people come up with interesting Gundam things, I want to be able to research it. So I was like taking notes on some stuff. And I think, Robert, I would have to really put together what that would be like the process uh, to make sure that it's content that flows and there's enough of it um, because there's, there's already some. I mean, we have Robert from you. We have fan fiction. Will has some fan fiction up there. So I think we're getting to the point where we can kind of maybe either do a segment on fan fiction or an episode. I don't know. Yeah, it's awesome. I was watching 0083 last night. Very cool. 0083. It's a good. It's funny how like every time I see a certain Gundam you see mentioned, I'm like, that's great. That's a great one. I the only one that's like, eh, is <laughs> that last MSA glue one, Gravity Front, um, because of the Lady of Death stuff. I don't. I don't know. No, actually, it's awesome to watch because of the battles, especially the land battles. Yeah. Yeah. Robert watched 0083 yesterday. Very nice. And what's cool about those is they have the series and they have the movie compilation. So sometimes I go back and forth. Yeah, it's such a good watch. I know you're an UC fan, but what other timeline do you like? Well, good question. So I haven't really watched any other timeline. Um, I try I, when I first got into Gundam back in 2019. You know, first I was like trying what's out there. Wing and Seed was available for streaming. I had started those, and it was too on the end of anime for me. And I don't know how to really explain what I'm trying to say, but it was more like super Japanese anime. I'm not familiar with that yet. And I was like, well, let me just back up, start where it all started. And so that's where I started with 079 UC, and I'm like, you know what? I just need to learn everything about UC before I jump into something else. And there's just so much out there that I really haven't had time, but I am going to. I mean, there's going to be segments on here where I'm doing reactions to Seed, Wing Gundam. I think Seed and Wing are a big deal because people talk about those quite a bit. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, th th yeah, I, I really, a lot of Seed. Seed gets brought up a whole lot. Although I here's something though i did watch the beginning i think it was called g fighter right g gundam <laughs> the one that they have like the martial artists fighting that was very enjoyable i watched the first two episodes and i enjoyed that that was like entertaining i i didn't get a feeling of gundam to me it wasn't like that because i like kind of the the battles the politics and all that and it was more surface level um but it was enjoyable and then was it Gundam X, the one where at the beginning there's like a whole ton of like colonies dropping to Earth? Like that was a pretty sick opening. Um, again, I didn't get back to it, but I'll have to. 
Um, Will dropped some art for the fan fiction in the Discord, actually. Check it out if you have the time. Oh, very cool. If And, and if I've got time on this uh, podcast, I will pull that up. I'm actually meant to have a tab up for the Discord, so I'll, I'll get that done. Ian Henson, sub gents. Well, good to see you here, man. It was G Gundam for me. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. Let's see. Um, Robert, let's do live stream that focuses on the one story at a time over Discord. Yeah, we might we might do that. Uh, that the main thing with Gundam always start with UC. Uh, oh, timeline. Yeah, um, I think that helps give context because then you have more appreciation for the general concept of the mobile suit moving forward and the fact that most of them have V-fins. I think, you know, another one actually to bring up is IBO. Another one, when I first got into Gundam, I watched it. And to me, it was too dark, but I can see myself getting back into it. Um, maybe just at the time, I hadn't found the joy of Gundam fully yet, except that I was getting into it. So that just didn't do much for me. But I like how in IBO, unless I'm wrong, from... The suits I've seen, nothing really seemed very similar to what you'd see in Gundam, and that's pretty cool. Um, I, I mean, I guess they got the Barbados with the kind of V-fin, but not really so. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, G Gundam for me, too, then I saw Wing on Toonami. Yeah, and that's an interesting thing, and I bring this up every once in a while where, you know, that was about the time where I was like, I don't know, 16, 17, maybe 18. I just remember those years living with my parents, it was near the end of high school, I would watch Toonami. I would always see those Gundam Wing um, uh, stingers or whatever, the little trailers, and it, I, for some reason it didn't pull me in. And then the Big O, I think, was another one. Um, I would always see, like, and I think because it was Japanese anime, I didn't care, even though on the flip side, I didn't realize on Dreamcast I was playing that uh, um, side story game they had, which is which was great. I didn't realize that was anime. Uh, or, you know, from an anime that was from Gundam. Um, it's crazy how that stuff works out. But it, it's crazy with those you know, preconceived notions sometimes, the judgment you might have on something. I avoided anime because at the time it was kind of cringy, not realizing that it's actually very well done art in a lot of ways. The expression in both the acting, storytelling, and the artistry, what's being drawn. And if you look at stuff like Disney, the art that's in like Disney cartoons and all that, they do that direction where the chin is a little smaller, the eyes are a little bigger. I think that's just something humans are drawn to um, and to kind of get a little conspiratorial. If, um, you know, the grays or aliens that people see, if that's how they look like, you know, with the big eyes and the small chin, if that's an evolution of future humans somehow, um, yeah, we'd eventually get that way where our eyes would stand out more or it would be that our, our mouths would get – and our mouths are getting smaller. So when you see like in Great Britain – a lot of people, their jaws, their teeth uh, are kind of messed up because mouths are starting to get smaller because as we, with food production and crops, we're not required to eat food that's very hard or difficult to chew and eat. So we don't really develop our mouths. So mouths just tend to get smaller. Um, yeah, I kind of went off there, but uh, yeah, isn't that weird that I kind of started talking about aliens? Yeah. Um, let's see. Robert, I like the IBO ships in Mecha, but not the story. Also, my first Gundam was Seed. Okay, cool. Another another one. That was Seed. Um, the Big O was one of my first animes I fell in love with, but my first introduction to anime was The Giver. So, The Giver, my first introduction to that was because I think, was it Mark Hamill or someone that was in 
like a show, wasn't or a movie, live action. Never saw the cartoon, so I'm gonna have to check it out. But if Zionic, if you're saying you liked Big O and Guyver, unless that was just because it was an introduction, I'm gonna have to check that out because I have enjoyed diving into some other anime recently. I was watching um Legendary, the Legend of Galactic Heroes, whatever it's called. That, that show was great. Uh, it was two seasons. I think a third one's coming out, but I love it. I saw the full uh, 2018. I didn't see the the full of the original. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to get in that. But I, I'm really enjoying it. It's just like the stories. They really integrate emotion, character depth with whatever's happening at large in the world. You don't see that with a lot of Western style um, stories. Um, you know, a lot of times, like if you want to take the Marvel Universe, for instance, which hey, I know people like that stuff and it is enjoyable. I don't think there's a lot of depth into that. A lot of it's very surface level or, or, or it relies on humor to carry you from scene to scene and it undercuts what maybe the risk the characters would be going through. Um, yeah. All right. Um, moving on. So speaking of some other Gundam stories, you see timeline. Okay. Mobile Suit Gundam Rust Horizon. So really, that's an awesome name, Rust Horizon. There's so many th things that come into mind. It makes me think of damaged mobile suits out in the distance just all lined up and rusted due to wear and tear in the war or destroyed um, because this actually takes place during the one-year war around the time when Garma died and Shar disappeared now that is a very interesting time to have another Gundam story is it because a lot of these stories that I've been researching so Cross Dimension Blue Destiny there's a few others. They actually take place during that time. It, it seemed to be a pivotal moment when Garma died. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Shar then wasn't around anymore. You know, there was a gap until Shar came back. I, and I think it's because the focus will be around Shar a lot. A lot of the the the, the way the battles go during the one year war, or yeah, the the tide of war would be all reliant around him. So I think with him gone, it kind of leaves this gap where there's like the scattered remnants of both um, Zeon and Earth Federation trying to figure out what to do. Because if Shar was around the entire time, maybe the war could have been different or just ended earlier. Because maybe then Shar and Amaro could have met up earlier. Or maybe Amaro wouldn't have had the time to develop himself to get over, you know, the fact that he didn't want to have to fight. I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there, but... I think what's interesting is, is, and I don't know about maybe other people that have been into Gundam for a long time, but I'm not tired of that time, that timeline. And I know the Thunderbolt manga kind of goes a little nuts on this, but the the Thunderbolt anime itself is able to introduce neat things with me believing that it's still within the one year war without it kind of retconning anything. So I know the manga kind of goes crazy there, but um, I and. And again, with Rust Horizon, since it's the manga and not the anime, I don't know if they take liberties. Again, a lot of times I talk about canon, and I'm not like obsessed with it where I get mad. It's more of I'm very interested if things connect, and that makes it enjoyable for me. That makes it a, a piece of lore I hang on to, but yeah, sometimes things will happen that are not linked, so yeah. All right, so let's look at this a little more. Um... Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess some things I'm not familiar with here. Um, my Heim, I or Hime, I, I don't know what that is. Macross Frontier, so I know Macross is a thing. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, we don't have too much information except we're looking at this. So if you look at this, is there really a V-fin? Or are we seeing some like three spikes that are on one side and that looks like a Zeta-esque? Um, you know, so maybe this could be some like, not necessarily a prototype Zeta, but a prototype or a mobile suit that they were first kind of doing a Zeta-looking face. I don't know. Zionic Shadow, the UC timeline never gets old. Yeah, there's something about it. Um, I mean, if you think about it, a year is a long time for things to, to happen, really. Um, there's so many stories that could be told, especially when you're talking about it encompassing the globe. A lot of times, you know, here... You know, if we if we look at like World War One, World War Two, they didn't encompass the globe, but it was main parts in the world. Um, and as time has went on, and even right now, usually conflicts are relegated to specific areas in the world. Uh, but when you come to the UC timeline, we're talking about the whole planet Earth and um, space. So, yeah, a lot there. Have you ever read the original story? I have the book, and in the original story, Char knows Amuro is right, and he goes to change side, and of Char's men actually kill Amuro, and Char has to take his place at the end. That's interesting. I do have the book, actually. One of a, a very early video I have is I re reviewed kind of the first part of the book that aligns with the first episode, and I noticed there's some very interesting um, changes or just differences that are very cool. I mean, it makes the book like it, when I think about the Netflix movie, it, they could adapt to the book easily and it, it could work out good. Um, but you know, I need to finish the book. I mean, I have no reason not to do it. I just don't read, you know, a lot of times when I'm reading, it's an audio book and usually it's a nonfiction, something that has, it's informational. Um, non-Gundam related so I, but I need to do that all right um and moving on here real quick uh G-Case turns the Nintendo Switch into a Gundam inspired gaming powerhouse so let's give this a play so it looks like this is a Kickstarter this is pretty cool I don't know how many of you out there uh play Switch I have one. I don't use it too much. In fact, my youngest has multiple times destroyed the Joy-Cons, unfortunately. So even right now, I wouldn't be using the Joy-Cons. But let's see. Eight days to go. Let's see. Um, you know, this says Hong Kong. So I don't know if um, I can change. Although on here it was saying uh, 69. Um well, and they they met the goal. So let's kind of go in into this. Um, let's see. So, but just by looking at it, it it says G case. So it doesn't say Gundam, but it says G G Savior, right? Um, and it's pretty cool because it looks like it has these. I mean, a lot of things to it. I don't even know where to start. It has it's a case, and it's a grip that has a battery charger in the back that you can also use to charge other things. Not only extended battery for the unit itself. Actually, everything about this is awesome. Like, I could totally see myself getting getting this. Uh, designed for Switch and OLED. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, check this out. And it has USB-C, A, and HDMI 2.0. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, it's a card size dock. So that's the dock. Wireless controller adapter. 
Um, for Switch, PC, and Android TV, huh? You know, it for the price, this is a lot of good stuff. Although, you know, I haven't really been playing my Switch a whole lot. Um, I don't know, because I'm trying to think, like, ah, yeah, I'm not really playing the Switch a lot, unfortunately, even though there's... And then it reminds me of how many cool games have been coming on Switch I haven't been playing, like Metroid Dread, although I I wanted to test it out, so I used an emulator. And it's it's crazy how much better Switch games and Wii U games look on a PC, but... I'd rather buy it than do it that way, if I can help it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, let me drop this link in the in the chat because I think this is pretty cool. Um, especially if it really is just sixty nine dollars. It's really not that much. But then you know, it's designed for Switch and OLED, so for that newer model. And it, the rumor is that if a Switch Two comes out, it won't be until early twenty twenty four. So there's some time there. Um, there's leaks that had to do with NVIDIA because NVIDIA has a 20 year partnership with switch, uh, with Nintendo on designing the GPUs. Um, and, um, I guess there's some leaks about what the code name for it that actually leaked what the original switch was going to be. So yeah. Oh, good question. Any game developers online? Yeah. You know what? That, that brings up something, you know, that was going to be in the, um, the chat, but, or in one of the comments, but maybe I should, no, I'll bring it up in the comments. It's game related, uh, but we can get that, get to that later. All right. Um, okay. So I want to talk about Mobile Suit Gundam, the 08 MS team. So this, this is on Hulu, right? And I bought the Blu-ray though, just so it's easy for me to have it on my Gundam server. I kind of like having it there and then I can kind of go through it as I'm doing my videos because um, due to, you know, piracy concerns, they kind of can detect when you're using a screen capture and they kind of block it out. Um, unless, like, I use, um, um, what is it called? Uh, like, not Firefox. Yeah, maybe it is Firefox. There's some that can not bypass that. But anyway, um, I originally watched this when I first got into Gundam. Another one, man. I went through a whole lot trying to get... The, and this is one I was able to tolerate to the end. And I liked everything about it. Um, I think it, it, it's a lot... Of, it, it reminded... It re takes me back, even though that was just in 2019. But when I was watching this, it really gave me a better sense of mobile suits because of the ground combat. Um, you know, you've got Earth and you got... You know, the gravity, the way the mobile suits move and everything. And it's a lot more interesting. Um, not that it's a lot more interesting, but it's a lot more grounded. And so because of that, um, it draws you in a lot. Because when you're fighting in space, they can just fly around and do do anything. Which, hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, but um, it's very cool. It's almost like a limitation. It's, it's almost like the Souls-like experience of piloting a Gundam when you're on ground versus space. Um yeah, because I, 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 it, it, I don't know how to explain it, but a lot of times I like it when there's a scenario in play where there's a limitation that the main characters have to go through that or that sets up the universe. So, uh, Gunners being grounded. Also, immediately, what it does is it sets up the relationship between Shiro and, um, oh my gosh, Sana, Sana, Shana, Shana, what, 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 Aina Sahalan. <laughs> 
you know what? I'm not, you know, I, I sometimes simp for some of these, um, and uh, her not not necessarily. It's that nose. I know I've talked about it before. Um, why does that not work? Um, there's something about the way they draw their noses where they're just a little line. You know what? I don't want to talk about that too much. I feel like I do, and that seems like such a weird thing to discuss. So look at that. Look at that triangle on the face. I see that, and I'm totally removed from being able to be drawn into a human character. When I see that, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm, And I think it's because I didn't have a history with anime, and that's a style. And I think someone brought it up here. Um, I forget who it was, but they said that was kind of the direction they were told to go through for the characters. Um. So let's look at some other characters in OAT MS team. And feel free, you know, during this time, um, if you want to call in, go in the call-in waiting room to talk a little bit about OAT MS team, maybe your thoughts on it, anything I should be checking out when I am reviewing this, because I think even if it has a specific story it's telling, there's a lot of lore and world building that is going on. Um. Okay, so kids sometimes can get away with those little noses because it helps portray them as kids. What what characters am I looking for? Wait, let's look at his schnoz. Uh, it's kind of hard to see, but that guy's got a nose, right? He's yeah. This is kind of low res. Um, I'm not even a nose guy. It's not like I have some sort of nose fetish. It's just the drawing of the characters. Um, yeah, Shiro right there. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Karen, she a tough chick. Yeah, that that's what's cool about the characters in this. They've got, they really do have cool characters. Even though, again, like even between those two guys, and I forgot their name off the top of my head, they're in the little uh, not APC, whatever that little. And hey, I'm gonna get these names down right because I'm gonna be doing a review on this. They um, you know, have those very dramatic. Like if when people complain about Double Zeta Gundam being a little goofy. These characters embody that on a regular basis. So sometimes I don't get it when people complain about things Double Zeta does. And it's like, well, that's literally in uh, these some of these characters. Um, how do we call in? Well, go ahead and join the Discord. Link should be in the description. When you're there, you'll see a call-in waiting room. And uh, Robert's in there. I'm going to pull him here in a second. And then what I'll do is I'll pull you in and we could talk. And give me a second just in case if I pull you in and um, uh, maybe I don't have something set up. But Robert, I'm going to pull you in. Hey, Robert, you there? Yep. Uh-huh. What's up? Glad this worked. How's it going, man? Yep. Doing all right. I was uh, calling to let you know it's pronounced Ina. Ina. Thank you. I was like looking yes. for something to write, but I can just remember that. Ina. Yeah, let's look back at that uh, name. Oh, man, I can't wait to go through these mobile weapons. Yeah, Ina. Sahalan? Yes. Sah- I mean, I guess when I watch it again, I'll hear what they're saying. Ina, yeah. Now I can... It's... it's yeah, you AI is I. Yeah, of course. Okay, well, cool. Well, thank you. Anything else about Oath you uh, you care to share? Well, I've seen like first couple of episodes. It's 
not all that impressive right now. Ah, you know what? That's interesting you say to, that. I need to get into it a little more and okay. uh, find um, out uh, more about it. I mean, I do know, spoiler, she does um, end up uh, getting him to betray the Federation. Yeah. Or sort of. Yeah. So I guess it's more well, of like because of the situation they're in. Um, yeah, it's it's a good character story. I think that's what's cool about it. It has that kind of complex character story going on. Now, so, but it's cool to hear what you're saying because a lot of people um, love this. Like uh, when I see on Reddit or on Twitter when people are talking about, oh, with the MS team, a lot of people say that is their favorite. Even here, I've got to explain, people just say that is their favorite, even though people say they love Shars Counterattack. Like, oh, I grew up. But for some reason, 08 MS Team sparks something. I think a lot of it has to do with it's kind of prime anime in a way. Um, that theme song. At first, I was like, what is this? And then after a while, I'm like, yeah, that's that's catchy. Yeah. So. <laughs> the theme song is definitely catchy. Yeah. And looking at Ina's clothes here, it uh, does look uh, kind of like uh, some good clothing designs. That's a good point. Yeah, I think that's very grounded, just like the mobile suits in this. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot to it that's really good. I just, those main characters, their face designs, they're, they're more, they remind me of Two Seed, where it was hard for me to really get pulled into Seed because of those designs. But, uh, well, hey, you know, Robert, thanks a lot. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for calling. I think Glenn, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect. You know, I've never disconnected. Norwood. Yeah, Norwood. Let me, all right, I'll talk to you later, Robert. Okay. Yeah, Glenn, I think I saw you for a second. If you want to jump back in, I could pull you in. Um, let's see. Gumplagoon. I honestly enjoyed it. The art design is so clean in the Easy 8 versus Goof. Best city battle I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. There's some sick battles going on. And that's what's really cool. If you're into robot spirits, the robot Damashi, they have a lot of those coming out. I think I was just looking at, uh, you know, all my pre-orders that I've got set up. Um for all of those that are coming out this year, I think there should be something in March coming, and I'm going to be doing a review of those. There's even this option part set where you can like recreate specific scenes. They got the Goof Custom coming out, so you can recreate all that. Um, oh, and the tank too. I, uh, I have that pre-ordered. Uh, there's so many things. Um, oh, enthusiast, this is a good one. I like Oath because it doesn't deal uh, with new type magic. So, good point because. While I don't mind the new type stuff, I do like Gundam stories that don't deal with that so the focus can really be on n normal types going through, or old types going through the battle and the war. Um, you know, it's like with Stardust Memory. And then, you know, and again, I always compare it to Star Wars. We had, it, it was interesting, um... Why am I forgetting the name? Rogue One? It did have a little bit, but it wasn't like central in a way to it. Um, it was, uh, in a way, it was akin to the whole like, um, uh, you know, just a religious thing. Um, okay, and then Glenn's in here. Let me uh, throw him in here. What's up, Glenn? How's it going? Hey, not much, man. What do you have to do? Uh, nothing much, just doing uh, a live stream. 
Uh, sorry, my computer cut out. I had to swap over to my phone. Oh, um, yeah, no problem, man. Part of the stream, so I'm going to try to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, no problem. Uh, no, I was going to say the um, uh, 08 MMS, MS team is one of my more favorite ones to watch because it is, like, I'm going to sound a real hypocrite because I already said I like G Gundam and Wing, but um, it, it's got, like, a more real feel to it. I really like the grunt feel of the suits. Yep. And, um, like, I like, I do like all the other shows. I haven't found one that I'm, like, really poo-poo on. But yep. um, this series has been, like, really, really one of my favorite ones because it's got a good feel to it. And it's an easy watch, too. And I, I feel like a lot of people should not give it such a bad rep. So now, Have you heard really people giving it a bad rep? There's a, um, I, I think I might have told you in a private conversation that there's a, a, a modeling shop that's close to my house that I've gone to. And um, I actually had picked up one of the kits for the, uh, for the contest that you're doing because I want to try my hand at it. Oh, sweet. And um, cool. everybody there has made fun of me because they're like, oh, man, you're real big into the grunt ones and just like the normal ones. And I, I'm going to get to do a space age and all the funnels and all that. But I just wanted to do a just plain Jane, just rough looking mech so bad. Yeah, no, those are, those are what's I think initially appealing with Gundam in a way. And you know, another thing too, I like is where, when they're in their cockpit, it has like the, just the windows and not those screens that just the camera then shows what they're seeing. You know what I mean? It's like being in a tank. So that's like another aspect yes. that makes it grounded and uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, that's cool, though. One, I mean, what are the, those guys talking about? You know, um, but it's cool that uh, uh, you got one to, for the Gumpla contest on the Discord. That that will be uh, that'll be cool to see. So, but I'm gonna try my hand at it. But I just wanted to thank you again uh, live, real quick, and just uh, put my two cents in on the. Oh, yeah, MS team. Um, yeah. Another favorite one, yeah. I do believe if you're going to Timeline, uh, is going to be Stardust Memory. I'm actually looking yeah. forward to that one as well. Yep. Have you uh, seen it before? I have watched pretty much everything in the Timeline, mm -hmm. at least once, like all Timelines. Um, I have Stardust Memory uh, on DVD. Oh, cool. And uh, a uh, OS M8 team on DVD as well. And I've watched them at least like once a year. Um, I'm not going to lie. The end of Stardust Memory gets a little absurd. What part? But I love how that story ties into uh, oh. Zeta and Double Zeta. Yep. And it sets up Advances Zeta. And it's just a good, just like, this is why this is happening. And I love how they tie the story in so well. What, what about it did you find absurd that... Didn't jive with you. Uh, GPO three. Oh, the Dendrobrium. Den I can't pronounce it either. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I was younger, I loved it, but the, the older I get, I'm just like they brought in a giant spaceship. Yeah. Um. You know what? I, I, I don't mind that, and I don't know if it's because like I've been kind of following, and maybe that's a good video idea: the evolution of these mobile armors and how they 
kind of would mix like mobile suit, mobile armor, or make them removable and add them on, especially during that time where they were trying to do all these prototypes of Gundams to figure out what would be kind of the best thing for battle. Because I don't know if you know this, but maybe the whole GP line was made for Amaro. Although by 83, no, because he, he wouldn't have been uh, fighting anymore. And yeah, so that's just interesting to think because it was just... They were still developing things just against the Zeon remnants, even though it wasn't really war going on. So, yeah. Now, not to keep you tied up too long. Yeah. Back to the book. Yeah. The, he ends up getting an upgrade in the book. Oh, cool. Do you, do you know what it's called in the book? I don't want to spoil too much more for you. Uh, okay. Like I, I spoiled it for you. But he eventually yeah. does get an upgraded Gundam in the book okay and i'm not gonna i don't want to spoil anymore for you because i actually do want you to go finish that book okay um, yeah you've convinced me i but, need to finish uh, it i have that in the first volume of the origin manga i haven't gone through that either that so. is homino's original um yeah his original he, yeah. his original script that he did which i always thought was fascinating because a lot of those characters took a way different turn and like sailor's a more main character in that book as well ah uh. That's cool. Well, Glenn, thanks for thanks for calling in. That was some pretty cool discussion. Please call back again whenever. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, not a problem, man. We'll talk later. All right. Bye. All right. Um, well, cool. Yeah, well, thanks for that. Um, yeah, I got to get, yeah, just like uh, WebFox100, I need to get back uh, to reading the book. Yeah, I need to also. Um, let's see. Now, um, Robert asked, how was my mic audio over the call? You know, it was great. In fact, I don't know how it is for everyone else out there, but Glenn, Robert, audio was great. I love how this process is working out. So, Zionic Shadow, Shars upgraded at Gundam. Now, now Zionic Shadow, is that also in the book? Um, and uh, stuff that I don't know is if it's canon or not. I've seen where Shar has his own Gundam as well, and it's red or something like that, which is pretty cool. I don't know if that's just kind of like an alternate story. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, one more thing I wanted to talk about with O8 MS team before. Okay. So we've got 12 episodes plus there's like that movie condensed movie. That'd be interesting to watch too. I want to cover that as well. Um, let's see Japanese air date. So that came out in 96 in Japan in 2001, uh, in the U S um, that's interesting. Now, was that on Toonami as well, 2001? Because that, I, I think it back, I just remember still living with my parents late nights, having Toonami on while I was really like, I don't know, playing Half-Life on my computer or something. Um, let's see. And yeah, I'll be covering the 12 episodes. So that's about three months. Um, let's see. What else was I going to look at? Let me scroll back up here. Okay, here we go. So we've got a lot of these... Uh, the mechanics, right? The the mobile weapons. We got a ball type. That's cool. GM early type, ground type, sniper, gun tank mass production type, burge gun tank, another Gundam ground type. So, oh, GM ground type and then Gundam ground type and then easy eight. Yeah, very unique looking ones there. And then the vehicles and support units. Um See, a lot of this is really cool because it is that one-year war-style stuff that I've come to learn more about, so I'll be able to dive deeper into them, especially the interpretations 
during this during the Earth battles, which a lot of it's very interesting. A lot of these side stories I've been uh, covering so far, like Cross Dimension, Blue Destiny, they're on Earth during One Year War, and this continues that. So that is a very popular time. Uh, I'm just like it's really coming to me. It's a very popular time. I mean, like how many side stories are there between Zeta and Double Zeta, even though they're kind of one after another? And I think it's because they're so specific in like the battles and all that. Web Fox 100, I remember the Toonami days. Yeah, that was, yeah, Enthusiast, yes, it was on Toonami. Okay, cool. Zeon 8, yes, it was on Toonami. Yeah, that was a cool time period, man, when there was, even though I didn't, I don't, there was something I watched on Toonami. I just don't remember. It wasn't um, anything that was an anime, unfortunately, but I just, I don't know. Unless I just had it on in the background. Yeah, Oath was on the Midnight Run while Double Seven. Uh, 79 was on Toonami Afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and see, I didn't even know about that. I didn't know about this, uh, well, either one. But Toonami also aired Miller's Report. And Peter Cullen did the intro. Ah, voice actor Peter Cullen. Very cool. Okay. Um, Let's see. With Principality of Xeon, their mobile weapons, Asparagus. No, I'm joking. Uh, Let's see. Apsaurus. Okay, so that's that. It's and that's interesting that let me that or it's, when I say interesting, I think this just further supports the canon that I like. Zeon was really into that mobile armor stuff. They had the big Zam, you know. They had the Elmeth, and uh, they had some other things too. But like, and then you see this. This is kind of evolution of that. Especially doesn't it have like a, a Zaku head on it? Yeah, I mean that's just like awesome. I guess it's just showing how awesome the camera system is. So they just use that on top of a mobile armor. Uh, but some other stuff. So they got Zaku one, Zaku two. Oh, the JC, which I think is. Um, a robot spears I pre-ordered. Zach Cannon, high mobility test type. Yeah, I think I like some. Oh, that's very interesting. I don't remember being purple. I think I'm thinking of Gun and Battle Operation too. Um, but I like that idea. The the high mobility. Um, let's see, Zaku tank. Let's look at that real quick. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's giving me flashbacks when I was playing G Genesis Generation for like. A month straight before Elden Ring, like I, I captured so many of these guys. Um, that, <laughs> um, let's see, Goof Custom, Goof Flight Type, Dom, Gelgoog, Gog, At Guy. So a lot of the classic stuff. So this is, this is gonna be fantastic to to watch. In you know what, something else I'm gonna try to do when I'm watching it is call out the mobile suits found in those episodes, and maybe even have it in the description. Because I kind of want to use it as a resource Oops, I'm over here, where you can like go back and kind of look at that. And then, yeah, their vehicles and support units. Dop, God, Doda, to what is that? Doda? Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so again, we're going to get into what was being used during the ground battles that was very important for them as opposed to what would have been more space-like. And it's very interesting because you think about it, Zeon's invading Earth. And their stuff is made for space, in space. And that's just a very interesting dynamic. All right. Asad Hadjiap. Sorry if I messed that up. But Vum today. I don't know what that means, but I hope, hopefully that's a good thing. I didn't just say a bad word in a different language. Ugboy22, sorry, I haven't been here. Been on crazy work schedule. Oh, no problems, man. I know how work is in life. Uh... It can get crazy, but uh, glad I can provide this uh, podcast live. And then, yeah, when uh, it's available up so you can, later so you can uh, check out the beginning. 
Um, okay, so that is that. Let's jump over to the comments. And I am going to get my old type glasses, which pretty soon I'm going to have some new type technology where they actually embed a sort of layer of uh, that will go into my eye and allow me to see better. I used to have those, and I stopped, but I would like to get them back. There's a lot of glare on here, and I don't like having things resting on my face. So, um, yeah, uh, Robert sniping and got it. Uh, yeah, you like to snipe, don't you, Robert? All right, we've got Grave. Uh, you know, I probably shouldn't say that, but this guy's really nice. Uh, this looks like a nice figure I would get if I was a figure guy. One mistake, though. Uh, the GM rifle used by the Quell is a physical bullet firing weapon. Robot Spirits also made this error with the GM snipers, uh, sniper two sniper rifle, and that's something I didn't know. I should probably look that up again. I did. I forget who it was. Um, was it Kakarot? Someone did a review of this and were pointing out some inconsistencies, uh, which I thought was interesting. Tsuyoshi fifteen. Uh, this to this day, and that's MS Igloo, is still my favorite episode of the Gravity Front trilogy. Mostly with the main event, the Federation tanks versus on mobile suits. Um, it really showed how outclassed the Federation were as they just throw everything they have just to slow or halt Zeon's advance. But with the right tactics and strategy, even the old humble main battle tank can still put up a fight and take down mobile suits. Even if the cost of such victories usually ends up being pretty high. Now, that reminds me too what I was just talking about. So Zeon's evading Earth. You know, the Federation, even though they have the stuff in space, they... They really knew how to develop four ground battles. So when Zeon's coming down on battles, you have these tanks that really knew how to be mobile around a mobile suit that's used to be mobile in space. So that's a very good point. It expands on that. Oh, and I forgot the Type 61 M61A5s are huge when compared to modern MBTs, especially with the Abrams. And then, yeah, it looked like that when um, uh, when I was watching it and just seeing the scales, like, wow, okay, so these are bigger. Even in the next episode, the bigger tanks. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, Glenn, uh, I would uh, would to see you do a Blue Destiny story recap. It's a, uh, it's a bit dark. Yeah, and I did that actually after that. Yeah, for sure that's going to happen. I think secretly I already had it. <laughs> okay, uh, ERNGKD. This is, a, uh, this is 1144. That was the high new Gundam robot spirits. Um, yes, but I do think with the robot spirits, they are relative to that scale. But I think there's some differences, especially the new F91 is bigger than it should be. And it's very interesting. And they're, they don't seem to be as, it doesn't seem to be as solid. It's like a cheap robot spirits. If you want to get one for domestically 50 because it's imported, um, you can easily. Uh, the F91, but the thing is, like, I sometimes, if I'm not careful, I drop these things, right? Uh, I feel bad. It, it's embarrassing. That one, the tip of the gun just broke off, where most of the things will just land and be okay. Um, I haven't had a fall in a while. I haven't. I've been I've been very careful. Um, Daichi, this game looks dope. Oh, Gun of Battle Operation 2. Very cool, because it seems like sometimes people have never heard or seen this game until I stream it, because it's an excellent game. I mean, especially if it's coming to PC, that's opening it up so much more. Not only more people to play it, but more people to get into Gundam, more support for the game in general. Because um, free-to-play is where it's at. Um, and I think they can get money. I mean, someone on Reddit today said they spent 160 on the game just so they can get that enhanced ZZ, which is crazy. I wouldn't do that. Um, 
Let's see, Clown Crown. Not to take away from this video, but I just wanted to mention that the Gundam Info channel, Bandai's official YouTube for Gundam, is hosting a live sub of 083 right now. So when you're done watching this awesome vid, go watch some 083. Yeah, that was a very good suggestion. And yeah, it's very cool that they've been doing these lives I was talking about earlier. And then they're up for a limited time. So a good time to check it out. Clown Crown, also the Federation suits that helped push back access were actually sent to assist Londo Bell with whatever, so they just didn't happen to notice a fight. Then the Xeon suits noticed the actions of Federation suits and joined in, and my god, what a beautiful seven minutes that follows. So, I guess what it what it means is that the Federation was really throwing um, all their different teams over there. It would be cool to get that aspect, just like at the beginning of 0083 during the Battle of Abaku. Um, I forget the name. Um, Zion Shadow remind me that that pilot everyone keeps talking about that they like, but then also Annabelle Gato uh, was there as well. Um, and there was a cool battle going on there. Um, Web Fox is saying uh, up for three days, I think. Oh, Robert, RTS Gundam Comic Games. Yeah, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Um, let's see. Zionic Shadow, yes, the free custom in GBO2 for the last three years you can acquire it in the DP shop. It's a raid unit, 350 to 500 cost. Yeah, and then I realized I had it afterwards. I just never really used it, I think, because I think I have the lower cost one, and I typically haven't been playing those, although I think we saw from a recent live I did, they're pretty fun. Uh, after losing his E-Free custom, aka E-Free Kai in battle, so as we all know, Nimbus kills Dr. Schult. Clust, clust, ah. And it takes the Blue Destiny Unit 2 to space, repaints the shoulders in his personal colors of red. That may look orange, but it's still red. And engage, use Blue Destiny Unit 3 in sci-fi space where he was defeated and killed. I would love to see that animated. And maybe they'll do that in this uh, UC Engage because I think they even have another little anime short for Moon Gundam. But not in English. Um, Hitachi Korodoba. Or no, Hitachi Cordoba. The RX 79 BD1 and if you custom G frame Shokugan figures are pretty decent. Just pick them up for 15 each frame armor sets from the Bluefin Bandai Namco pop up shop in Little Tokyo, LA. Well, that's cool. I wish they had a pop up shop around here, but that would be awesome. And you know what? I, I saw someone with their little um, smaller. Um, even the resin ones, I forget what those are called, but they painted it, and I was like, man, these little kits, if you detail them and paint them, they look sick. And that would be an easier thing to collect because they don't take up a lot of space. Robert, chill, so chill. Yeah, I wonder what was chill. Uh, John Candid reminds me of the Gun and Phoenix with a soul name Rita. Yeah, that's something I brought up at the end um, where in Blue Destiny, the idea of the soul of that Girl, I forgot her name. Didn't start with an M or something. And she kind of gets trapped in the exam system. That's kind of what happened with. So it's like, you know, people with new type abilities can really elevate their consciousness to like manifest within physical form in different ways or in the material realm. Uh, Robert with another snipe and some other commentary. Glenn, I'm so pumped to hear stories about OA MS team. I love the Vietnam real war feel of it. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't. We didn't really touch on that, how they are kind of utilizing what we saw during the Vietnam War. There's a lot of video during that time of that and kind of relying on that to kind of give that feel. Um, and it makes me think of how you can really 
utilize and it, they kind of do in MS Igloo Desert Storm with uh, um, MS Igloo. Uh, Commander Gree, um, Commander Gree, uh, you know, hey, I'm a Star Wars guy, so that's I get it. If they were going to do an, a, a Gundam RTS, who would it and what timeline would it be in? I've seen mods and some ideas on Reddit. What's your thoughts? I would love for it to happen. So there's this RTS. So I, I love RTSs. I remember back when Command & Conquer first came out and then StarCraft. And I've played every RTS since. Um, I'm even playing – well, I haven't. But there's a few I got recently. Um, Legacy of Darkness or something like that. I forget the name. It's There's a couple that they've – the RTS genre has kind of shifted to be like a – survival horde mode type thing where you're building at your town and then there's waves of enemies that come i'm not as into that i like the exploration aspect that like the original command and conquer red alert had and even starcraft doesn't have much of the exploration because it's like you're on a map that you know the layout um yeah tiberian sun had some amazing maps on there but what they need to do is yeah something like tiberian sun where you are building a base like first maybe there's just a basic camp that you use to call in different buildings like uh just infantry where you build infantry and then you have the the ms depot where you build mobile suits but then you have to train infantry that you then put in the mobile suits i like the i would like the idea that if a mobile suit gets destroyed you can the pilot maybe you upgrade to do a training where a pilot can survive being destroyed and if it's not like other enemies around to kill them you can then come back to base put them in another mobile suit or have them go into another mobile suit um and then you can do like upgrading your mobile suits and you can like finally get a Gundam version or upgrade to a sniper um but then also have like the tanks um and then get like anti-MS weaponry for the soldiers the troops uh, I mean there's so much you can do there especially having those uh big land battle ships and then you can have like fighters come out and then fly there's a, there was an artist called was it Act of War and and then they made another one. I forget what it was called. It had a different name because they couldn't use the same IP, but it was kind of the same concept. Those RTSs were really good. They even had a system where you had the individual infantry, which I like, but you, if you could train your soldiers to use non-lethal combat so then you could capture the POWs or capture them as POWs and you have a POW camp that you would then get money for having them in there. And then you could trade them back to reveal parts of the map. It's very cool stuff that I think a Gundam RTS could have. Uh, I mean, there's so much you can do that. I would love it where you have to gather resources. And because mining was such a big deal, you know, Xeon had some mines down there and Earth was trying to get them back, Earth Federation. I really think the idea would have just kind of mountainous areas where you would just build like a little mining camp and then you would have some mining machinery that would you know go get the resources gather the resources is how you make your money um and i yeah i think that'd be really great and then there could be some space combat where it's like the same thing but you're in space and you're just mining like a nearby asteroid or something um and and so there's hearts of iron four i think i could be t just calling that out for no reason but one of the hearts of iron has a mod someone made a one-year war mod one, I it's not like I love the Iron Hearts or Heart of Iron gameplay that much, but it does have RTS elements I like, and they do have a one-year war mod. I haven't bought it because the game is about forty, and you know I don't know about trying to mod. And then also, if you um, search for Gundam RTS, there's a free Gundam RTS someone has out there. It's just very basic, but obviously some guy just made this 
with a free RTS engine, and it's actually very good. But I would say Tiberian Sun or Generals would be a good aspect. I and mean, if you think about Tiberian Sun, they had mechs. They had multiple mechs. And you could see how the battle was in that. I think Tiberian Sun would be a good proof of concept to create. Um, and I've done some modding in the past. I've done some basic game creation in the past. It's Man, I'd love to do that. I don't know. I, I really want to make a... Um, I I like side-scrolling shoot-em-ups. Uh, you know, like R-Type, Gradius. I'd love to have one that was Gundam-themed. I also would think, like, Victory Gundam would make a great Zelda-like game um, where it has, you know, the overworld map, like, on Earth, and you kind of walk around, and then, you know, you fight. You, I mean, there's, there's ideas in my head, and I just need to get to it someday. Uh, Robert, like stealing an MS, kind of like what happened in Thunderbolt December Sky. Yeah, stealing it, that would be exactly it, because you could do that stuff in um, in some of these uh, yeah RTSs. I was thinking of a city sim of Site 600 before during the one-year war. That is a great idea, too. I would totally be down for something that is like that, where you're... Yeah, building your colony, you have to defend it from attacks. You have you make deals with either Federation or Zeon. You can get resources, but then that makes you susceptible to battles. Um, and then you can have your own defense. With sometimes colonies would have their own defense. That's a great idea, actually, because I'm more into that scale than I am to as much as I like G Generation Genesis. It's just you have a handful of units you're just moving turn based. But I need I need the resource management. I need the base management. While then I'm microing these battles. Another game that handles that pretty well is the Dawn of War, Warhammer 40,000 Dawn of War, because on its maps it had control points. And so a lot of times you're building up your base while you're trying to capture control points. I think that helps gameplay flow a whole lot. Um, do it, Adam. Yeah, maybe if I had time. I mean, with this, my work, and then Elden Ring. Um, and that's the thing. I play video games so much that I think I need to... I will probably start back up my uh, video game YouTube channel now that with Gundam I've kind of understood how to how to really do a YouTube channel. So anyway, Commander Gree, I love that t kind of conversation there. That really speaks to me. Star Wars, RTS, and Gundam all in one little comment there. Um, Dimas RA, is Blue Destiny a Gundam? In my opinion, it isn't just Blue Destiny, LOL. Well... The Unit 1 is not, because I think that was a ground-type GM, but Unit 2 and 3 are Gundams, right? Well, I think the prototype and then the Unit 1 is a GM, but then 2 and 3 are actually Gundams. Uh, John Candib, the Byerland and Zagok are my favorite mobile suit because they're good for maneuvering attacks on various uh, on their enemies. And yeah, you know what? I've come to love the Zagok. It's just those interesting, the at guys, the gawk, um, the juga, whatever it's called, juga, I, I don't know. Those, <laughs> Zeon, I think they're Zimad Corporation too, wasn't it? Zimad? Um, those things are just very cool looking. Okay, so Yoshi15. Uh, this last one was a blast. Those gun tanks are beasts, especially when they are capable of transforming into a sort of fast-moving tank destroyer. It also reminded me of the 1989 Sci-fi film Gunhead. Yes, I need to see that. Um, I even think that was something like, was it something James Cameron had a hand in or he enjoyed it because he was always trying to get some mech 
stuff off the ground. He never did. That's why we see the power loader and aliens. And then Sid Mead, the creator, designer of the power loader, went on to design the Turn A Gundam. It's interesting how all that stuff connects. Uh, where its titular mech robot can also transform into a tank mode for better speed. Oh, and the ground type GMs are probably my number of favorite in terms of design. I just love the more rugged look as opposed to the more standard streamlined GMs the Federation will use. Also, I think MS Igloo is the first time we see these models use the large shield. I could be wrong, yeah, because I don't remember that before. Uh, I, I haven't played CNC uh, Generals and Zero Hour in so long, yet I still remember the American mission where you get to use the battleships to bombard targets. Yeah, I remember when that game first came out, and then like it wouldn't run on my PC, and I was devastated. So I immediately planned out saving my money. And this is like when I, I first moved out from my parents had my own apartment, so money was a little tighter. I remember being like, okay, I got to save up for a video card. Uh, yeah, I still, yeah. Uh, too bad, as you said, there isn't an RTS Gundam game, though. There is a turn-based strategy game called uh, Garen's Greed, where you get to choose a faction and change the course of uh, the UC Gundam timeline, such as the most obvious, what if, what if Xeon won the one you were? And of course, that twist about the boyfriend, I mean, that's espionage for you. Still, that angel got a bit ridiculous for this final episode. Yeah, it's Yoshi. Thanks for the comment. And yeah, Garen's Greed, I'll have to try that out. I found that you know not that i say that like um you know uh i have to be careful here you know emulation pirating but i found you know android has this psp emulator and then on pc apparently you can emulate psp and vita games because there's some gundam games that were released in japan that are pretty awesome they have some strategy games and so i want to be able to play them i actually downloaded it on um uh, uh, my phone. I haven't had a chance to try it yet. Um, Web Fox 100 Gunhead was a Toho movie that used an unfinished Godzilla script to make an odd movie. Have it on VHS. Wow. Okay. Thanks for that info. I'm gonna have to find Gunhead and give it a watch. Robert, the question is, can it play Crisis? Oh, I remember that. I remember. Let's see. When Crisis came out, I had built a computer to play Crisis. And it ran fine until the last level. The last level is like kind of insane. I think you're on a battleship and that's where you really engage the aliens in crisis. And my computer couldn't handle it. I, I was able to beat it. It was like a slideshow. Um, uh, I haven't gone back since then. I know they, they did a remaster recently. Um, and I got to say, I'm, I have a 1070 Ti. I'm really proud. My PC is, is playing um, uh, Elden Ring at max. Uh, 1440 not 4k um so that's very cool um you know okay so that is the end of this episode um you know thanks everyone that's joined again fun to talk about gundam it's not like there's really much news to really talk about but just to hang around talk I'm thankful for those that called in or left the comments if you do have any comments you want to leave feel free to discord uh leave a comment or prepare to like call in on thursdays um be sure to email me too at uh gundam explained at gmail.com if you want to leave a message there that you want me to read on air um and then yeah if you have any suggestions too for what you would like to see how you would want me to speak about things or cover things just let me know because i want to get better at this as i go um and yeah i'm really excited to hit that thousand because i'll be launching some other things we'll be doing like a monthly watch along um some game nights some other stuff like that so um yeah, thanks for watching um it was awesome homie at yeah, gump lagoon you're awesome thanks 
Uh, chat with me in Discord after this. Maybe, you know what, I really got to get to my family right after this. Um, get everyone to bed and get to bed myself for work tomorrow. But um, yeah, I guess that's it. So uh, all uh, thanks for watching. You know, I realized I didn't do my bumper when I uh, started. I guess I'll just yeah do it right now. And uh, yeah, I'll.